When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Welcome to Matlana is brought to you by Winview Games. I know a lot of you guys have played a lot of DFS and made wagers against the house. And sure, sometimes you win, but probably more than not, you end up losing. Well, I want to introduce you to a new app called Winview. It's truly the most winnable way to play. New users actually win 50% of the time. It's that easy to win cash. All you need to do is answer yes, no questions before the game and even during it to win. So, yes, they have live and pregame contests. You can play for free or real money against folks that you're smarter than. And you can play your first $100 risk-free, so there's no reason not to try it now. Use my link. It's winviewgames.com slash Matt. That's winviewgames.com slash Matt. Get there now. If you're an iOS user, that link will take you directly to the App Store. It's a no-brainer. winviewgames.com slash Matt for WinView. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. All right, uh, it's been a, a crazy couple of weeks around these parts, and uh, we've been trying our best to do the introductions and the proper goodbyes. It's been one after another. Freddie Freeman is now comfortably in Southern California with the Dodgers. Kenley Jansen is now comfortably in Atlanta. With the Braves, for more on that, let's bring in Tim Cates from AM570 LA Sports, does pre- and post-game for the Dodgers. He's kind enough to join us this week on Welcome to Matlana. Tim, we appreciate the time, and it is a, uh, boy, it's a weird turn of events, so let's go in chronological order. Give me the uh, opinion of the folks in Southern California as the Freddie Freeman chase played out. How did they think that was going to go? Did they really think it was uh, going to land in the Dodgers? Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. This is something that kind of leaked back before uh, the whole shutdown with uh, the lockout started. Our, our Dodger insider, David Vasse, actually got wind that the Dodgers and Freddie Freeman had talked uh, before the lockout, and there was mutual interest there uh, post-lockout. And as it turns out, you heard the comments from Freddie that he was uh, never really felt like he was wanted back with the Atlanta Braves and felt wanted by Andrew Freeman and the Dodgers. But the fans here for three months were anticipating Freddie Freeman in a Dodger uniform. It had kind of gotten out there, and then the shutdown happened, and all you can do is sit and speculate. But Dodger fans were thinking about what it's going to look like to have Freddie Freeman at first base. What's it going to look like to have him now as that left-handed hitter taking the place of Corey Seager? Uh, that void that Corey Seager that left when he led to the Texas Rangers pre-lockout, um, Dodger fans were freaking out a little bit. That's a power-hitting left-handed bat, a guy who can play – pretty much every day at shortstop and was a fixture at the number two spot in the lineup. But uh, with one signing to Freddie Freeman, you get all that back. I will tell you from this side of the country and Braves fans up until the 11th hour, I mean, Braves fans thought, and I think a lot of people close to the situation thought Freddie would be back. But as we found out since the signing took place, the Braves weren't willing to go past the fifth year. I think in retrospect, I mean, he got his sixth year, probably didn't work out to the exact amount of money he wanted. So they were kind of locked into that. But talking to people who knew Freddie real well, 
I mean, he sounded despondent. Not that he's not happy to be there, but that the thing didn't work out here with the Braves. What was the reaction to that part of the story out there? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You can see it really kind of in his face and his tone at that introductory press conference at Camelback Ranch uh, earlier this week with the Dodgers. And as he's sitting there and talking about, uh, you know, how it all kind of transpired and walking the media through everything, you can see and you can hear in his tone that, you know, he, he all along wanted to be a Brave his entire career and, you know, drug it out and waited. I mean, he could have signed a deal probably before the lockout started if he wanted to hurry and get it done. And even after the lockout, it took a few days, and we heard rumblings, oh, it's going to happen on this Thursday. Freddie Freeman's going to be a Dodger. And it didn't happen for another 48 hours, and you're waiting another day. And it just kind of kept dragging on and on. And the more it dragged on, you kind of got that feeling he's waiting to go back to the Braves, and he's waiting for that, that whatever dollar amount or year to finally tick up, and he'll be back in a Brave uniform. And, and the fact that he's not in a Brave uniform, you, you, you hit it. I mean, he looked – upset he looked like he wanted to be a brave the rest of his career but in talking to him yesterday uh he's all in on the dodgers and he's he's already kind of just wanted to put that whole situation behind him what happened this offseason he's excited about this lineup he's getting more uh dug in with this with this clubhouse and the guys that are in there every day with him and the coaching staff and uh he's really feeling loved and that's the thing that, that the biggest thing he said in his press conference was he just wanted to be wanted you know, he wanted to, to feel like he wanted to be somewhere, and that team wanted him as much as he wanted to be there, and that place is in a Dodger uniform. I am a little bit surprised, and we had we had Chipper Jones on the show the end of last week, which those comments, you know, got blown up, and he talked to Freddie, I guess, a couple of nights after he signed and talked to him before he signed. Um, and, you know, Chipper, not everybody's the same, but Chipper said, I took less because I wanted to be in Atlanta. He said, mm-hmm. you, you know, if Freddie wanted to be in Atlanta, he could have been in Atlanta, um, but maybe he was so, you know, dug into that sixth year. Um, so, like, from that standpoint, I wonder, that, not that the Dodgers were the second choice and Freddie's going to mope for the rest of his career, but that's a weird place for the Dodgers to be because they can virtually outspend everybody. It's L.A., it's his hometown, but it still felt, uh, felt like, at least on this side of the country, after he signed, he was still disappointed. Absolutely, and it kind of feels like a, a second-place finish for the Dodgers in getting Freddie Freeman when he all along wanted to be a Brave. But, again, he's he's flipped that switch, I guess, at least uh, in talking with the media. We had him on the radio yesterday here on AM570, and you know he said all the right things, and his tone of his voice was very happy. And uh, he joked about how he still needs the Waze app to figure out where Camelback Ranch <laughs> is and being uh, in the desert and getting chap lips to something different during spring training as opposed to the humidity in Florida. So he, he was joking and having a good time, but uh, I mean, you guys know him better than, than, than we do out here, even though he's a SoCal guy. I mean, he's a professional and now that he's a Dodger, you, you, you know he's going to give 100% with the Dodgers every single day, and that's what they need is somebody to be a fixture at a spot in that lineup and not and somebody at that first base spot. But yeah, you can see the, the, the disappointment in his face, but um, you, you have to wonder if now that that disappointment will turn into a little bit of a revenge tour, maybe. I don't know. At this point of his career, what else does he need to really prove? But uh, maybe he uses it as a little chip on his shoulder, I guess, every time they face the Braves or somebody from the NL East. Well, we've already joked about it. If these two teams were to meet again in the postseason, if you're Brian Snitker and, and five is in the box at the end of the game and you don't walk him, you know what he's going to do at some point in a big yeah. spot in the game. But the other thing I think, and you'll notice this quickly, that dude is as lovable and rootable, and the fans are going to have a relationship with him and his teammates. He is. He enjoys playing that game. He's never hidden it. I mean, we always joked about Freddie and the hugs and like all the stuff mm-hmm. that just fans gravitate to. They will fall in love with Freddie in an instant. 
Yeah, and they already are out of Camelback Ranch. I mean, they're they're chanting his name at home games. Yesterday, they were playing at uh, in Scottsdale against the Rockies, and they had you know he he called in after the game, and he was like, I can't believe how many people were were chanting my name my first time up at bat uh, at an away game in Scottsdale. He was blown away by it. So they've already really adopted him as the Dodger. But uh, it, it is interesting to, to to hear a guy from Southern California. I mean, he's he's from here in our backyard, Orange County. I mean, he said. He grew up 10 minutes away from Angel Stadium and was a Garrett Anderson fan growing up, but is now in on the Dodgers. But this is a guy who, even though he's from L.A., almost went to Cal State Fullerton, you know, a lot of Dodger fans just know him as Freddie Freeman the Brave. They don't realize he was a Southern California guy, but now the more they, the more they get to know him and, and what he's all about and where he came from, I mean, even more so they're wrapping their arms around this guy because he's he's a native of Southern California. And, and just hearing him yesterday, I mean, the, the love he has for baseball, he joked about how his dad's a CPA and, that was his fallback. His dad gave him five years after he signed, instead of going to Cal State Fullerton, that, you know, if you didn't make it to the majors by five years, you're going to, you know, you're going to start working for me. You're going to be CPA. And he's like, I don't know numbers. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so thank God I got to the majors in three years. So just a, a fun-loving guy, as you guys know. I and mean, we're just starting to get to know him even better here in L.A. Folks, I want to introduce you to a new partner here at Welcome to Matlana. It's my friend Holly Ramey from Mickey Travels. A travel planner is a great friend to have. And if you're like me, we got winter break coming up in a couple of weeks and then spring break and then it's summer vacation. You could be planning that vacation of your dreams, but that's a stressful job. Finding the best deals, understanding all the new travel protocols, not easy. Well, getting in touch with Holly Ramey at Mickey Travels will make that process so much easier. Whether it's booking your next trip to Disney, checking out that all-new Disney Genie system, which is intimidating, or knowing the current protocols if you're traveling abroad. Whether it's a cruise vacation, a beach trip, the Caribbean, or Disney, Holly will help you do it all. She's a certified travel planner working for you, making the vacation planning process stress-free and hassle-free. And speaking of free, this is a 100% free concierge vacation planning service. You don't pay Holly a thing, and she plans the vacation of your dreams. Plus, Holly also knows where to find some of the best deals, so you can end up saving money in the long run. My family's been working with her, and she's done a great job for us. She can do it for you. I want you to log on to the website. You can check her out at mickeytravels.com or directly get in touch with her at holly, H-O-L-L-Y, at mickeytravels.com. That's holly at mickey, M-I-C-K-E-Y, travels.com. Free service. She'll have your back making that vacation of your dreams possible today. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at rose-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The dailydraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like trivia night, kids eat free night and more. The dailydraft.net 
Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. So I'm, I'm curious about, because I, I almost feel like L.A. fans sometimes get the, the Atlanta rap, too. Of, you know, there's the beach, and there are a million things to do, and they can take mm-hmm. it or leave it when it comes to sports. Tell me their connection, because I'm going to ask you about Kenley in a minute, but mm-hmm. like with that team, they lost to the Braves in the NLCS. Are they despondent mm-hmm. the way a Boston would be or a Philadelphia or New York? Or do L.A. fans go, all right, we got the biggest payroll, we'll, we'll sign this big player, and we'll get it again next year? How do they, how do they respond to that? I think it's a little bit of both. They don't get as uh, as as upset, I guess, as you say, as, as Yankees and Red Sox fans uh, can get. But certainly there is a strong passion here for the Dodgers. And, I mean, they get 4 million people to come to the turnstiles more than any other sport or team in North America. So there there is a passion for Dodger baseball. And uh, it's their win or lose, whether it's the Jose Offerman years or it's, uh, you know, going eight straight NL West titles and going to uh, the World Series three times in five years. They're passionate about it. And the fact that they lost last year to the Braves and the NLCS, people weren't happy. People wanted, you know, changes. And it's a daily thing. It's a yearly thing. But Dave Roberts, you know, Dodger fans, if you lose a game, you lose a series. It's Dave Roberts' fault. Let's blame him. Let's fire him. He was never the right manager. Yet here he is, what, eight, nine years into the job and, and only done one of the best 10 years in Dodgers baseball. Uh, in the history of the franchise, you know, th- but this is a, a city that loves the Dodgers. Of course, you got the beach, you got SC football, you got UCLA basketball in the Sweet 16, and you got the Lakers, of course, and, and LeBron. But, you know, when it's all said and done, people love the Dodgers. Angelinos love the Dodgers. And, and for this reason more, Matt, is that the, the, the Lakers were the Lakers of Showtime. And, and it's still Laker town for the most part with the Dodgers. But nobody identifies with this Lakers team. It's LeBron James and a bunch of mercenaries the last couple of years. And, yeah, they love the purple and gold. And everybody loves Kobe and Magic and, and Worthy and all the greats. But, I mean, LeBron's, you know, tearing apart this team. They bring in Russell Westbrook. This is a franchise of, of nomads uh, right now on this roster year in and year out. They're swapping guys, five, six different guys every year with LeBron and his boys that there's no connect with the Lakers right now. And for that reason, even more so, Dodgers baseball, you can connect with the guys who have been here so long, you know, the Bellingers and the Justin Turners and the Clayton Kershaws. You identify with this team, and, and that's why I think more than ever right now, Dodger baseball is on top in Southern California, not just because of the winning, because uh, of how they're doing it and, and the loyalty of the fans. That's interesting. So that's a perfect segue, though, into losing Kenley Jansen. Before we talk about him coming here, what was the response with Kenley leaving? How surprised were they or disappointed that he's gone? I think it caught Dodger fans by surprise because they thought he would all along just come back to the Dodgers, at whatever the price may be. Because last year, one of the highest paid closers, $20 million a year. When he didn't close out the game at, it was like, this guy can't. He's not worth it. You know, cut his salary in half. There's no way we're bringing it back next year at this salary. You know, and, and people still upset about the 2017 World Series game two. He he gave up a home run late to the Astros, and that changed the series. Instead of being up 2-0, going back to Houston, it was tied 1-1. You know, fans cling to that still here five years later. Uh, but for the most part, he was he was pretty loved. I mean, he's been the closer for 10 years here in Southern California, and you know, they play the song uh, California Love, and he comes out uh, from the gates of the bullpen, and everybody goes crazy, uh, sort of like the Eric Gagne of 20 years ago. Uh, they loved him here, and he loved the fans, and he was really, uh, you know, ingrained here in Southern California for the last decade. And the fact that he's gone, I don't think people realize what he meant to this Dodgers team because now the Dodgers look at their bullpen, and this is the topic, Matt, the last, I don't know, four days. Who's going to close the game for the Dodgers? I mean, is it going to be Blake Trinan? Is it going to be, 
Uh, Phil Bickford, who came onto the scene out of nowhere a year ago. Uh, Justin Brule, who nobody knows how to spell his last name, but yet he <laughs> fishes out of the Dodgers' bullpen. I mean, literally, it's a cast of guys you don't know who's going to close the game. And with this $200-plus million roster and, you know, all-stars up and down the lineup with no D- with the DH now and Kershaw and Bueller and Urias, you still got to give the ball to somebody in the ninth inning, let alone the seventh and eighth inning to close it out. And that's a huge question mark now that Kenley's gone. Well, to add to it, and, and I'll give you a little like background on this, Tim. I'm over at a friend's house Friday night. We're watching college hoops. Next thing I know, I look at my phone, and the Braves are, are brilliant at this. Nobody ever knows what the Braves are doing until they put the press release out. No, here's Kenley Jansen a sign. We went, what? Like, the Braves have spent more than they've ever spent. Not Dodger money, but they've spent more coming off a World right. Series. So we thought maybe there'd be a few other small additions. Nobody saw the Kenley Jansen thing coming, considering – the Braves' bullpen was nails, as you guys saw in the postseason. So what was the reaction from L.A. that he ends up here specifically? Well, I, I think it could have been worse because there was speculation he was going to go to the Giants and Farhan Zaidi was going to try to bring him up there and be the closer that they so desperately needed in San Francisco. So the fact that he didn't go to the hated Giants was a sigh of relief. So it's almost, in Dodger fans' eyes, I mean, it's it's you know out of sight, out of mind. He's on the East Coast. He's in Atlanta. We'll see him a few times a year when they make the East Coast road trip and when the Braves come out here for three, you know, and then we'll meet up in the postseason. But other than that, I think that for Dodger fans, it's probably the best-case scenario. You don't have to see Kenley 19 times a year uh, in the NL West. You don't have to run into him too much during the season. Um, so that'll be a good thing. But, you know, I, I truly believe Dodger fans thought he was going to come back and still be that fixture in the bullpen. When, quite honestly, he hasn't been the Kenley of five years ago. Sure, he put up some good numbers last year, but a lot of people thought it was a, his contract year. You know, he's trying to elevate himself and, and still get the money and still be an elite closer uh, come free agency. And he, he still is really good. Is he still one of the elite closers? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, Dodger fans, for that, I think for now it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, spring training. Hey, we got Freddie Freeman. Let's, let's forget about Kenley. But oh, when they face the Braves again, they'll remember him. Well, that was what I wanted to ask you about, right? So he, he had dipped. I mean, everybody's 33, mm-hmm. 34 years old. The word was he had a nice bounce back year, uh, a couple of ticks up on the miles per hour. So that happened. But give me, like, if we agree, he's not the elite guy that he was at 29 or 30. How good was he last year, and, and what would your guess be for Brave fans who have just, you know, they watch him, but they don't watch him every night like you guys did. What are we getting this time around? Yeah, it's the old, for, and here in L.A. it was the old joke. It's a high, high walk wire act, you know, with, with Kenley Jansen. You know, it's going to be, you know, what's he going to do? He's going to, you know, put a guy on in the ninth and then strike out the side after that. You know, he's going to put the time run at second. He always kind of flirted. Uh, on that line of disaster for the Dodgers when closing games out. He wasn't that dominant closer. And you mentioned it. The the fastball ticked up a little bit. And what's interesting is he he changed his mechanics. And I assume he's still going to do it this year, but he kind of like does this thing with his hip where he's going back and forth and and almost like he's, you know, trying to loosen up his hip. But it's it's a mental thing for him to remind him to keep his hip tucked in. And he does it every single time he pitches. And that was sort of an issue. He flew open. He's a big guy. You know, he's huge. He's 6'5", you know, 200-plus pounds. And so by the time he throws the ball with his long reach, you know, it's it's closer than the plate than most closers because he's size. And with that being said, he was flying open a lot and walking guys. And he still had, you know, the mid-'90s fastball. But he's lost a little bit on the fastball. And he, he's tightened up his mechanics. And here's a guy now who's going to use that slider. He's going to use the fastball to, to mostly spot the, now on the inside and outside corner. He's not going to blow away a guy, you know, up in the zone at 96, 97 anymore. He's, he's hitting 92, 93. You know, if the juicers are flowing, he's maybe hitting 94, 95. 
but he's changed the style of closer that he was from even three, four, five years ago. But still can get guys out. But get ready to walk that uh, the high wire with him a couple of times when you're clinging to a one-run lead and he, he walks the leadoff guy or gives up a leadoff double and all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, he's biting your nail. Get me out there. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Folks, I'm not a great sleeper. I never have been. I need everything to be just right to get the best night's sleep possible. One of the things that I need to be just right is my pillow. And guess what? It's right now. Thanks to MyPillow.com, and I tried the MyPillow Premium It's been a game changer for me. I went with the MyPillow Premium because I wanted the right neck support. I was tired of the old pillows going flat on me. And thanks to Mike Lindell, who invented the MyPillow product, which took over two years to develop because he wanted to make sure everything was perfect with the pillow that we all were going to need for the best night's sleep. Well, that's just one of the great products that MyPillow.com has available to you guys. And I want you to go to MyPillow.com right now. You can look for yourself and see the perfect pillow for you. But now Mike's changing the game with his six-piece towel set. This set is made with USA Cotton, making it extremely exorbitant, yet still providing you the soft feel and the look you want in your towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of just $39.99 with promo code MATT. Promo code M-A-T-T. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special to get this insanely low price of just $39.99. On the towel set, you'll find other deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Enter promo code MATT at MyPillow.com. Oh, I guarantee you, everybody listening right now, you're describing the right-handed version of Will Smith. Braves fans went through that a year ago with Will. Like, if Will didn't put two guys on, you know, with nobody out and then try to wiggle off the hook, it was the same thing. So they're sort of prepared for that one. Um, on a side note, I thought it was funny because you mentioned Kenley would come out to California love. Now the joke is he's going to come out to welcome to Atlanta. Uh, so, you know, to endear himself to the fans out here. Let me let me end with this because you, you brought up Dave Roberts and I'm what, what do I know from the Dodgers every night? I don't watch every night, but I watch enough. And in that, that postseason series against the Braves, I kind of do get the Dodger fan, you know, um, you know, agita because I watched that series and I thought he's the best advocate for the Braves at times with how he works his pitching staff and bringing guys back. And he, he is a it's a strange set of circumstances, the way he managed the bullpen. So you mentioned Dodger fans are are constantly on him. How, how much this year, for whatever reason? I mean, it's it's World Series or bust every year for them with that payroll, but what kind of pressure is on him this year? 
Well, there's more pressure now, Matt, because 24 hours ago he went on the radio here and said that uh, the guarantees the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. And <laughs> he said that, and then they went out and played the game against the Rockies. Uh, in Scottsdale, and after the game, all the beat writers just rushed to Dave Roberts and like, hey, do you want to back that up? You know, are you sticking to that? Where do you stand on what you said earlier? And he goes, no, I believe in my team. I'm confident. Look at our lineup. I don't think it's being uh, cocky at all, but I, I, I believe in my guys. And if, if we can't win a World Series with this roster, then uh, that's on us. You know, and I'm paraphrasing that part, but, you know, he's confident in his team. And that's something we never heard from Dave Roberts, guaranteeing a World Series. I mean, I think he realizes that – the expectations of this team in particular are so high, and they have to win a World Series with this lineup that they're going to throw out there every day. And he did, he did clarify and say, well, you know, it is, it, it, injuries aside, you know, if we get by injuries, and especially in the starting rotation, uh, things can change. And he's right. I mean, Matt, look at this, look at this rotation. You got Walker Buehler, who's your opening day pitcher. You've got Julio Urias, who's a 20-game winner, and you've got Clayton Kershaw, who's coming off an arm injury that was pretty secretive. And he didn't really explain too much until he got to spring training, and all of a sudden he's fine after a, a winter layoff. Who's your fourth and fifth starter? Andrew Heaney and Tony Gonsolin? I mean, for a roster that's got all-stars one through nine out there every single day for 162, there's a huge hole in this rotation. And so now you're scratching your head, well, is it going to be one of these young pups they bring up, one of their top prospects? Is they really, are they really going to ride with Andrew Heaney as their fourth starter and Tony Gonsolin, the cat man? as their fifth starter. So I, I understand where Dave Roberts is trying to clarify. Well, you know, it's all you know, about rotation. But with that being said, uh, Dave Roberts is a guy who makes decisions that Dodger fans kind of question sometimes. But it's not just him. I mean, it, it's a brain trust, man. This is a Andrew Freeman, president of baseball operations. They got their whole group they rely on. I mean, the analytics. It, it's not Dave Roberts who gets a sharp and just says, you know what, this is the lineup. I'm going to go with this and gut decision here. And, you know, I feel like I need to go to the bullpen at this spot. For the most part, a lot of these teams in baseball, it's all mapped out, as you know. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. the situation here, this guy's going to get yep. the fifth inning, and we're going to get to this pitcher, going to get his three outs, the two outs, or whatever. It's all mapped out now in 2022. It's no more gut feeling of a manager. And so I think the Dodger fans have sort of realized now, it may not be on Dave Roberts to go out there, and all of a sudden he pulls, you know, Julio Rios with two outs in the fifth. It's like, why? Why are we going to Justin Brule when you got Julio Rios out there? Well, you know, it's not just Dave Roberts making the decision, so... I think Dodger fans have had, it took them a few years to figure that out, but now they see it, it's across baseball and not just a analytics Tampa Bay Rays Andrew Freeman now to the Dodgers kind of a philosophy that it's you know spread like a virus all across baseball. Um, they've kind of come to terms with that. So, but for the most part, they love him when he wins, and of course they want to fire him when he loses. But you know, <laughs> I've heard that once a in a while. Job. Yeah. He's done a great job. It's hard to argue with what he's done in winning, and and for the you know the salaries they have and the egos they have. Because uh, he's all these guys got egos for the most part. He's he's massaged them really well. He's a great guy in the clubhouse. You know, he's he's upbeat. He goes around. He talks to everybody every day, whether it's on the field during BP, around the batting cage, or in the clubhouse. He talks to every one of his guys every day, feels them out, sees how they're doing. He's a, a real players manager. I think that's what they respect about him is that former player. He, he's there every day. He's not just a guy who sits in there and, and is, you know, an old grumpy guy. He's he's one of them, and I think they respect him for that. I'll, I'll tell you what's so intriguing what you're saying. I mean, it sounds like you're talking about, you know, the, the brave scenario, right? Good mm -hmm. roster, but questions in four and five in the rotation. The manager gets questioned <laughs> like they all do, but he has a great clubhouse culture, and yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe the way this thing is going, these two teams see each other again for what, the fourth time in five years when things are all said and done. Down the stretch, who, maybe Kenley pitches to Freddie. Just the ultimate irony. 
Well, that would be awesome. Well, it would be until you realize that Kenley shouldn't face Freddie. It should be like a Matzik or somebody. (laughs) Is Tyler Matzik, did you guys, has he been burned yet in effigy? Like, is there Tyler Matzik hate out there after what he did in the postseason? No, not at all. Not at all. They've 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 forgotten about that. <laughs> well, luckily Braves have Braves fans haven't. Hey Tim, it's a pleasure. Great insight. Uh told you guys are gonna love Freddie. Thanks for spending some time and telling the uh, tale from that side of the country and uh we'd love to catch up with you down the road. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer Matt Lear for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming Uh and parties don't stop till When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.